Yo, 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 what's good, baby? Okay. It's your boy, Flint Flossy. F. Floss, Flint Flow Double, International. Okay. And you already know, you listening to that 3D podcast. You feel me? Baby. time you could use alarm clocks to wake up to music in the morning you still can but i don't think anybody does that most of us are using the default garbage that's oh, on yeah, our phone yeah for sure that's just obnoxious but morning glory i think is morning glory called. that's it yeah it's morning glory <laughs> if you are someone who likes to go the extra mile for your wake up experience we have something for you today my name is james you're listening to the 3d podcast and our show today is songs to get you out of bed in the morning before we get into that I got to introduce the other people that are here with me today. First, Kevin, say hello. Hey, it's Kevin. I uh, want to say thank you so much for listening, uh, for for help, uh, for supporting the show. The playlist we're going to make for you today, if you want to hear those songs on Spotify, all you have to do is look on your device, scroll all the way down, and in the show description, there should be a link right at the bottom. You click on it, takes you right to the, the playlist. Make sure you hit save so it's in your library for later. And for this one, so you can... Wake up to it tomorrow morning because we all got to get out of bed sometime. Uh, <laughs> at some point, at yes. At some point, you got to get out of bed. <laughs> Unless you don't, in which case, good for you. Uh, I myself, uh, I am coming at you yet again from another undisclosed remote location. This time, um, I'm coming out from working hard in the, in the coal mines. That's right. Someone's got to earn a living around here. Whoa, that's some, that's some dirty work. <laughs> Kyle, say hello. Hey, it's Sport Grazer here. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, if you're looking for us on Instadang, I'll tell you what you can do. You get your toots and peeps, you, you present them to all your friends and family, and then you search us on the Instadang, at 3D Podcast, all spelled out. And we do not associate with the number three, just the word three. We do not associate with the number okay. three. No, we don't do that. So, yes, and check out weare3deep.com <laughs> for all the playlists. If you aren't on Spotify, they will be there. You can get all of the back playlists. You get all the back episodes. You can get all the content about the people that we support, artists, and uh, whatnot. First off, we got to say thank you to Root Shock for allowing us to use Many Paths as the theme to our show. Check them out on rootshockmusic.com and on social media. Their music is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the major outlets. And also today with us, we have another one to say thank you to because we use his music every episode. Gus from Sugar Free Beats, say hello. How's it going today, guys? It's going wonderful. We're all awake, yep. and we're uh, all mm. going to tell you how we woke up. I actually, I'm actually I still up. in bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I woke up. Uh, I woke up at six thirty this morning. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I actually had to get up. See, I told you we were going to tell you how we woke up. Yep. <laughs> this is important to the show. As we go through this one, like I said, I don't use music for an alarm anymore. I feel like I learned a long, long time ago that that's just a way to ruin a song for me. Yeah, I discovered that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mentioned a few episodes back, uh, I used to have a SpongeBob alarm clock, and that theme song <laughs> is ruined for me because of that. I do remember your rant about that. It was very good. <laughs> I can tell you of all the songs that are in this playlist, some of them are going to be things that are going to be loud and obnoxious and might get you moving. Some of them might just be energetic. But... I'm not going to put any of these as my alarm in any time in the future ever. Just Dude, I'm I get just it. that out there. I get it. I've ruined, I've ruined a couple songs doing that. I absolutely have. So I, I get yeah. it. Some of these songs, especially the ones that I put in, I like. And I like some of the choices you guys threw in. So I don't want to ruin anything. But also, it's just a horrible, horrible experience to have like one sound that should be enjoyable become a thing that makes you upset every morning i mean well thing. yeah like it only makes sense and i should have realized it a long time ago have you guys ever like been watching a show and it does the classic thing where it cuts to the characters waking up to an alarm clock and you hear the stereotypical like you know black and red alarm clock like the and eh, eh, you hear that noise does it actively stress you out because it actively stresses me out <laughs> you know like, yeah it, it's like it, i gotta yeah, get up oh no <laughs> Right. It's the same way when his phone's ringing in a show and you're like, God damn it, answer it. You know, <laughs> it keeps going. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, answer the fucking phone. <laughs> I mean, it's called an alarm. It's meant to give you a sense of alarm. Yeah, so I guess. <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah. But I would recommend these songs. I would recommend maybe when you're taking a shower, getting dressed, making breakfast. So um, to get you out of bed in the morning. This, this is to get past the alarm and get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a longer title, and I, I'm not doing that. So um, Too much typing. That's too many words. Too much typing. 
I trip up on my words too often for stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and before I get it, I did forget one thing. And Gus being here, Sugar Free Beats on Instagram. That's right. Sugar Free Beats on Instagram, all spelled out. Not like the vegetable. Don't be a dingus. <laughs> and also his music, <laughs> his music on uh, SoundCloud currently. Check him out over there. Um, lots of stuff coming from Gus in the near future. All right. So first tracks for this playlist uh my first one is probably the most energetic one on my list and it is an 80s hit that's rock this town by the stray cats and i feel like it's something that was used a lot in movies I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm imagining the main character, like, doing a montage of getting ready for the day, like, putting on clothes and, like, getting stressed out in the morning, something like that. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, like, it's it's something that you could use for anything frantic, really. Um, and what I learned about this song recently was that Brian Setzer, who then was known in the 90s for songs like Jump, Jive, and Whale, which was a cover, he was from Stray Cats. And that makes sense to me. Because it was the same kind of music. But I never knew that. I always just thought Stray Cats were an 80s act and that was it. That was my, When you first said it, that it was an 80s song, I was perplexed. I was like, <laughs> this this seems like that late 50s, early 60s, like jive, swing type music. And, and for it to be the 80s, I'm... I'm well, well, uh, well, Kyle, that's pro- if I had to guess, this is just a guess, I don't know for sure. This is probably part of that run in the 80s where everything was obsessed with the 50s again. You know what I mean? Like how we had a ton of retroactive 50 stuff that took place it, like that was made in the 80s. Yeah. And then the same thing happened later when we were retrospective about the 80s, right? Like it, it was just part of it. Um, like a, a longing for that Americana, you know? Um, that's my guess. Well, for the specifics, it was released on February 6th, 1981, mm-hmm. and uh, was taken from the Stray Cats debut album. There was a lot of movies in the 80s, as Kevin's point about, like, coming back to the 50s and just lo- being in love with that kind of stuff. In the 80s, it, it, there were a lot of movies that used songs that were like this for kids' movies sure. and, and, and well, teenagers, things that dealt with teenagers. Um, I, I felt like this came up a lot from that type of stuff. And it was always like a maybe like a happy song or a frantic song. So in the morning, I know, like if I was running late for work, this would make me so anxious about getting there. <laughs> Maybe that's it would, what you're it going it for. It would get me going. Yeah, it would get me going. It just would might get me going a little no, too frantic. I'm, s- I'm skipping the coffee this morning. I got this song going for me. So, uh, yeah, Brian Setzer uh, was the one that wrote it. And, uh, Stray Cats rockabilly music uh, is something yeah. that I still kind of enjoy. So Yeah, it's, um, fun, it's a fun song for sure. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, well. Next pick is Kevin. All right. So uh, I, uh, the first one I have for this first round, uh, this song always, the opening segment is very iconic, uh, and it always makes me think of like an optimistic like look at a day like the sun is rising, like you're about to go have a great day, like you're about to have a good adventure. This is The Who with Baba O'Reilly. And the uh, the classic thing that someone will say who actually knows the song, no, it is not called Teenage Wasteland, like most people think it is. Uh, that's the iconic part at the end of the song. Uh, apparently that's what they were going to call it in a uh, first draft, uh, but eventually they called it Baba O'Reilly, uh, which I don't know what the, the term Baba O'Reilly even means. I, I'm guessing a, some European English thing going on there. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I I don't know for sh- I don't know either, but the teenage wasteland thing is is uh, something I've always been fascinated about music, th- at least that has lyrics. Um, that when people decide a song's title based purely on the fact that it's the only words that they really remember when the song is over. So and 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 there's a lot of factors that go into that. It could just be the way that the uh, singer is putting the emphasis on that part of the song. It could be maybe there's a breakdown in the instrumentation. It, lots of different things that'll make certain words stand out yeah but there are um songs like uh god bless the usa by lee greenwood yeah but everyone thinks it's proud to be an american right i grew up thinking it was called proud to be, Amer- sure, be an yeah. american no that makes total sense because that's what i hear every time i'm like oh that song when i go to play it in my head that's what plays is yeah. proud to be an american yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah i get why teenage wasteland ended up being the one that everyone wanted to call it yeah but baba o'reilly 
Okay, yeah, like, so I got it right in front. Of, I got it right here in front of me. It refer. It's actually referring to actual names. It's a combination. Apparently, uh, uh, the main songwriter was Pete Townsend, their guitarist. He wrote it and it combines the name. This is from Wikipedia. It uh, it combines the name of two of his uh, musical and philosophical mentors, uh, Meher Baba and Terry Riley. Combines the two names, the two last names. Um, I don't know how you would have known that at all without looking it up. You know, like, it's it's also strange when a song gets named with words that aren't in the song. Yeah, yeah, that is always an interesting thing. Absolutely. Um, but it makes sense to me that he he did it based on his I guess his mentors musically and philosophically because like this is a concept album I've talked about it on here before uh, I believe it was uh, songs we didn't know the meaning of uh, I chose another song off this album uh, this the album is Who's Next one of my favorite albums ever this is actually the first track off of it and I think it's such a great really optimistic bright tone um, that you know it doesn't you know it goes up and down throughout the album but. I, I just love the the opt- it feels optimistic to me. It feels like an optimistic song. Might be able to get you out of the bed in the morning. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, I am gonna nail it today, and uh, I hope it helps somebody. Yeah, I think Kevin nailed it. The uh, it's got like a nice inspirational yeah. build up in the beginning, and um, <clears throat> I think it's a section of that song where it's sort of a bridge or something where there's the guitar and the drums are going, dun 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 dun. It's very rhythmic and yep. um there's a pulsating to it and you're you know it's like you're you're getting ready you're you're amping yourself yeah. up to go also the amount of times that someone has put this to the mo- a montage of something is probably infinite like this has probably been used so many times for inspirational sports oh, yeah. montages commercials like, yeah like it, it's a it's an iconic song um and i think it is one of those songs that people it's like you said where they they recognize the teenage wasteland part They're like i know that song but they don't know necessarily who made it where it's from it's just kind of permeated into pop culture and uh i think it'll get you out of bed in the morning um another example of songs that do that humpty hump, <laughs> called humpty hump. it's called the humpty dance it's called the, it's called the humpty dance <laughs> and yes i'm obsessed with that song <laughs> no um no yeah, have been for my entire life almost. this is an, right, ala- so an elaborate sting operation to get you to admit to that I uh, hey it's gonna come up again don't worry <laughs> uh so anything else kevin on bob o'reilly i do not no let's move on kyle yeah, so kind of like Kevin's pick, mine's uh, looking forward to the future of the day, uh, but this is a little bit different of a tone, I think. Um, this this pick is Big Sean's Paradise. Um, it's produced here by Mil- Mike Wilmade, it, who I typically do not care for as a producer, um, and his hype beats, if you will. However, there's something about this instrumental in this beat that really it's got like an impending like, like you're anticipating something so for it doesn't me, really sound like mike will it doesn't because it doesn't have that awful hi-hat and overriding <laughs> distorted bass uh, uh, here it comes here here it is <laughs> but but no it, it's 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 uh it, it's got like an impending i don't want to say doom but it's got like an impending sound to it like you're expecting something to happen uh, throughout, and then Big Sean comes through with uh, some quality bars and some uh, some good rhyme scheme and things like that. But it's just got that that energy for me of of anticipating something, of getting ready, uh, to go out and and you know make that make that day my bitch. I appreciate that. There's a lot of like as far as artist names go, a lot of big something, a lot of little something. Not a lot of not a lot of rappers named like average somebody or like medium guy. You know, like there's no nothing right in the middle. I, I don't know why that is. Medium well, guy. I think that should be your rap name, Kevin. I'm I'm down for it. Let's do it. I'll be medium guy. <laughs> medium Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Get the most generic names. Yeah, like. right. It's it's literally average Joe. Like that's what it is, which would right. be actually a pretty good rap name. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but this this album actually, Dark Sky Paradise, came out in 2015. I think this is a really, really good album, and Big Sean, for some reason to me, he's, I know he's not the upper tier of current rappers, but to me, he's right below them. Uh, he's, he's in that, in that class with, with that second wave of, uh, or that second tier of, of rappers today, and he doesn't really get the respect I think he deserves, and I don't know if it's because he's coming out of Detroit, and it's really, there's not many people coming out of Detroit right now, I don't know what it is. It's I weird. can explain it. I can explain it because it's my feelings. I've I've softened on it. I've gotten like I'm I'm good with Big Sean at this point. But at the beginning of his career, 
all he was trying to do was things like ass, 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 ass. <laughs> it was always just like the corny, like this hypersexualization to the point where it was like, I, this isn't, this isn't good. It may be catchy, but it's not good because that's your only content. Um, and you know, in the past, what, like six, five, six years about that. He's well, I mean, this came out in 2015 control came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, so 13. It's I mean, control is the turning stuff point for a while. Control is the turning point because Kendrick came out and said you have you have everyone in the rap game has to start putting out quality shit otherwise don't call yourself a rapper. But yeah, uh, and he did it on somebody else's track. <laughs> it's kind of fucking legendary move. But uh, it, it, it I, I I know what you mean. Early on, Big Sean was definitely that. I, I just kind of I want to be played at college parties. Yeah, right. That's all he was really aiming for. That's um, why. But then right around the time Control came out, I think he did turn the corner and, and really took himself a little bit more seriously, took his rapping seriously, and I think Dark yeah. Sky Paradise's album uh, really showcased that. And there's really there's really good production on this, and uh, I don't know. I've mentioned Check before I've seen him live, um, and at, when I saw him live would have been summer of 2010 or 11. At that time, I didn't want anything to do with him. Like, it, to me, he was garbage. But I came around. Totally agree with you now. I just I think that's a hard thing to shake sometimes. I think that for a rapper that comes in like that, there's precedent for it's difficult to come back. Um, I think that's part of why 2 Live Crew didn't have such a long career, even though they're thought of as being legendary now. I think it's why Sir Mix-A-Lot couldn't, get a real he couldn't get real momentum going with his career it wasn't like baby got back was his only single but he couldn't get real momentum going where like people were anticipating his next release kind of thing it was just that's the that's the that's the butt guy and uh I <laughs> that's, think that's the butt I, guy i I, th- I honestly i think it's a common problem in hip-hop music where rappers get pigeonholed the same way an actor would get typecast typecast exactly yeah it's the same yeah. thing get your I novelty rapper sure. Uh, anything else on Big Sean, Kyle? Uh, no, no. Oh, he's dating Janae Aiko, who is absolutely gorgeous and a great musical talent herself. I will say that I love Janae Aiko. Her music is uh, fucking fantastic. That's a power music couple right there. Uh, Gus. Yeah, my first pick for getting myself out of the bed in the morning is Empire of the Sun, Walking on a Dream. Now, this is not a song that I really listen to a lot, and I I come back to it every once in a while. It's got a very, uh, it's uh, up-tempo, it's a very happy-sounding song, um, just something to get myself energetic, put myself in a good mood. Uh, it's kind of a corny song, in my opinion, but it has corny its... Corny songs, yeah. Those are the ones that make you happy, are the corny yeah, ones. absolutely. Exactly, yeah. Yep, um, and I, I'm not super into, like, waking up in the morning and getting really amped up i like to kind of have a gradual incline when i'm waking up and getting myself ready for the day um so this is you know after i get up i'm putting my clothes on you know taking a shower whatever and this is getting me into a good mood for the rest of the day not necessarily Uh, like amp like you're about to like destroy something but like you're gonna have a good day maybe yes we'll find out yeah exactly get myself in the right state of mind yeah yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, it, it, it's a very it is a fun song. It puts you in a good mood for sure. Absolutely. Totally. And Empire of the Sun, they're kind of interesting uh, group here. Um, Australian. I didn't know that until I looked it up. Yeah. Uh, and not too much success outside of Australia in the United Kingdom, but they definitely have uh, other songs that have this feeling where it's a nice poppy electronic. Um, puts you in a good mood. You can dance to it if you want. Uh, but also, the the, the lead singer kind of looks like Adam Devine from Workaholics. <laughs> I never he's seen got, him in the same room at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. He he's kind of a weird looking guy. He's just Adam kind Devine of, is. I know I, he definitely is. Yeah, they're you both kind of. You think Adam Devine's looking. a weird looking guy? Uh, just from the fact that he is. He's he's close to the same age as me, and he still looks like he's five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He has <laughs> permanent a, baby yeah. face. Yeah. Like, no, baby I get face, that. Yeah. He has permanent baby face. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, who's the who's the guy with the mustache, and the long hair? Who's that guy? In workaholics. That's Blake. That and, guy's. Uh, that looks. He looks weirder to me. 
Yeah, yeah I think he's trying yeah. to, though. And now that's we're talking okay, about fair workaholics. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gus, sorry, you were saying about Empire of the Sun. Yeah, uh, not too much else about them um, that I can say, personally, anyway. But uh, they've put on some elaborate costumes in their music videos and live performances. So, uh, I don't know if they're still touring. I don't think they've released anything recently, but... Um, if you do check out their music videos, they have some pretty cool visual styles and uh, some nice uh, get-ups in their, in their videos that they have. Yeah, definitely. Empire of the Sun's a fun one. Been around that indie scene for more than a minute. Kevin, do you remember which playlist that was that we were we, – you, you put this in, had an interesting I, story I put about this song too, right? in, I believe, as a pick of the week. I believe it was a pick of okay, the week. Okay, yeah. I believe it was like, a pick of the week like early top – A while back. Yeah, like yeah. first 10 episodes, somewhere in there. Yeah, which um, that's a good it's a good callback because uh, when Gus was saying you know what he thought of the song, I was actually re- kind of reminded of you putting that in. It's been a long the song's been out for a long time. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. um, to have it come back in just shows that that it's a it's a quality piece of music for they, sure. That song was great. And it was so. almost ruined by those car commercials. <laughs> yeah. Lots, right. of, lots of songs are. I, yeah, I want to say Hyundai. I think I think it's Hyundai, but I'm not sure. I I can see I can see the car commercial that used this song over and over again, and uh, glad uh, glad they dropped it because I could listen to the song again. All right, anything else on that one, Gus? No. Okay, second round. My first one is still like rubbing my eyes and like not wanting to be alive, let alone awake from whatever madness was happening the night before. Yep. Um, this one. Now, this is going to go back to uh, rewritable CDs. So, I had a mixed CD that I would use for going to class, and I would rewrite it every few days with new songs, reorder them and everything. But track number one, I knew, was for when I was departing to go to class. So, it had to be something that was going to, like, hit me quick and wake me up. No way I'm, like, falling asleep at the wheel. And so, a lot of that ended up being things like the hives, punk rock, stuff like that was just super loud and bad speakers at that point, um, just horrible for the ears. Then there was this song that came out 2004. You've got, you know, the Crazy Train sample, and you also have Lil John just yelling constantly. It's a great way to wake up in the morning. Is <laughs> I, I, like, it, it, I can see you in the car at like 6.45 in the morning. Absolutely, I can see you blasting this song for, for sure uh, yeah absolutely and i kind of even forgot about it so i'll tell you the next time i'm out driving at like six in the morning i'm probably going to be blasting this i didn't say the name of it at all yet trick daddy featuring lil john and twista the song is called let's go uh classic classic sample and was his biggest hit trick daddy's biggest hit from his career surprise to me not take it to the house not i'm a thug nothing else it was let's go with twista and lil john so that's my second one and Kevin. All right. So for the next one, I, I, it's still in that same category of this is just a song to get you in a good mood, to, to get you going into the day. Um, the first time I heard it was on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Like a lot of people around my age, this is Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. So this part of the song is definitely that gets you in a good mood, gets you dancing a little bit. Kyle's doing something right now that looks like dancing, I'm assuming. Shoulder shimmy. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the other reason I chose this one is because if you are the type of person that needs a song to get you out of bed, like is your alarm clock, right? This could also work for that because it starts with the almost iconic start with the, the chanting. Right, the ooga chaka ooga, like it starts with that. If you turn that up loud enough, I think that can jolt you awake, maybe. <laughs> and then by the time you get up to turn off your alarm, you get into the song, and you just, you know you can. You start, just gotta hope that you're awake enough when the chanting starts that you're not like deep <laughs> in a dream thinking you're oh, being like, taken oh, away yeah. on like, oh, an yeah. island. By, oh like, yeah, oh yeah, dude. It happens to me once in a while where like my my alarm gets involved in the dream and it's just not a good time. Lucid yeah, like it's like some like deserted tribe would be insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like some like deserted tribe is taking you away. And you're like <laughs> getting ready to like put an apple. In I'm hooked on a feeling. Like rotisserie, yeah. <laughs> rotisserie yeah. over a fire. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm hooked on a feeling. <laughs> Lucid dreaming, though, you just decide that you're gonna do something that's gonna get them back in your favor, and then oh, now I'm your leader, and we're all just dancing to this song around the fire. And then it's apocalypse now. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> yeah, great pick, Kev. 
Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to wake up to this. The horror. <laughs> okay, well, you got anything else you want to talk about? Not e- not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hey, if you're if you're looking for something that's actually like a good morning, good morning song, why not listen to Good Morning? Good morning. This year by the one and only Kanye West. It's it's kind of like right around that time where he really first started experimenting with like a new wave i think um really transitioning his style from what he had in college dropout later even the video yeah it was it was like he's taking it a, a different step a little bit more electronic um i i mean i love it i love it it's, it's yeah it's, it's that time song. period it's off of graduation uh came out in 2007 just my favorite album of his it's it it, it it i feel like it just defined an era for me, so it holds like a sentimental value to me too. That album does, uh, and this is mm-hmm. just one of those songs that it's just beautiful. And the music video does start with like uh, it's an animated bear that is getting out of bed, waking up, and everything. So like this one is right on the nose for yep. what we're doing right now. Yep. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows, but Elton John technically has songwriting credits on this uh, because. The song contains samples of Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Really? And, oh. and uh, he actually wanted to get in more involved with Kanye before this came out. Uh, and then he didn't until My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in 2010. Right. Uh, yeah. actually, actually work with him. But but yeah, no, it was he's got he's got songwriting credits technically on this, which I always think is funny. Is Elton John one of those artists that just really likes... Like, I feel like he doesn't necessarily collaborate with a lot of people, but I feel like he's really into trying he, new stuff. Elton John, like, early, or sh- I should say, like, mid-2000s, was very aggressively trying to get involved. I shouldn't say get involved with the rap game, but, like, he he, he was trying to get his, he was trying to get involved with, with the rap Eminem. game. He really was. Like, he, he was working with Eminem. He was trying to work with Kanye. He wanted to get his his stylistic, uh, his, or his style just into hip-hop. He, he felt that he could add something to it, and... I think he, I think that's true. I mean, Ghetto Gospel uh, with Tupac came out in early two thousands, and that's a beautiful song. Um, so, things like that, you know, it's. I think there's room for it in hip hop, and they should embrace it rather than act like it shouldn't happen or anything like that. When, when there's a legend in any genre that's coming to you saying, "Hey, let's do something. Do it. <laughs> like, why not? What's the worst that can happen?" Yeah, that's Billy really Ray cool. Cyrus and. Uh, I was just gonna Nelly. say, just ask Lil Nas X. <laughs> that has to be. Well, the, no, doesn't didn't yeah. Nelly and. Was it Billy Ray? Who did Nelly have that Tim song? McGraw. Tim, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Same shit. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ask me more about rap and country. I don't know why I was so quick with that. Um, <laughs> right out of the holster. Just, <laughs> 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 Tim McGraw. Get along, little doggies. Um, any, all right. Anything else on Kanye West? Good morning. Nope. Gus. Yeah, my next pick. We're slowing it down a little bit. Getting a more mellow vibe. We got Heavenly Father by Isaiah Rashad. You just made Kyle a happy boy. This album is, or this EP album, whatever you want to call it, uh, such a such a great piece of music. Um, it's critically acclaimed. Uh, the The rapping on it is really good. The beats, sort of experimental, uh, boom bap. It's just kind of all over the place, but at the same time, it's a very cohesive piece of work. Uh, but enough about the album. Um, no more, please. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> Shit, I read, like, he's shuffling, <laughs> Gus is shuffling through his note card. Us. If you're looking for it, it's Sylvia Demo, by the way. Yeah, Sylvia Demo, yeah. yes, thank you. I, I meant to mention that, but it is it is a really good piece of work, and it's his uh, debut with uh, TDE, Top Dog Entertainment. Um, but it's this this song in particular... I have a couple of favorites. This is one of my favorites off of this uh, project. Um, it almost has like an island feeling. It's very happy sounding. The lyrics are definitely not happy. Um, sort of deals with personal hardships that he has gone through in his youth. Um, and there was a part, a, a time in my life, like many other people, where you feel sort of downtrodden or, um, you know, you just have some stuff going on that you're trying to deal with. And, um, I definitely played this EP heavily at one point, and I'm sure I woke up to this song personally. Um, and just being able to relate with an artist and, and the uh, whatever they're going through, you can sort of use the music as a crutch to get yourself going and um, 
just make it through the day. Get yourself uh, in the right headspace and know that somebody else is dealing with the same sort of a thing, even if you can't connect with them personally. So, um, and it's also just a, a nice, uh, a nice mellow beat too. Just ease your way into what's going to happen next. Absolutely, yeah. Isaiah Rashad, um, I can one hundred and ten percent relate with what you were saying. He he worked me out of a, a you know a hole, a, a, you know, in an emotional time. This this album especially too. Um, he's he's one of my favorite rappers. He's he's amazing. Uh, TDE, like you said, Top Dog Entertainment. But this album, yeah, isn't even really an album. It's 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 a mixtape essentially. Uh, an EP almost and and it is critically acclaimed but at the same time it's still it's weird I feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves and uh, his 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 big time fans are big time fans like on Instagram and Twitter and stuff they are harassing Top Dog Entertainment's executives (laughs) all the time for new music because it takes so long to get new music from them well from everyone in TDE but he uh, somebody if you're into storytelling kind of hip-hop definitely look them up if you're into the really chilled out um i've heard people call it kind of like uh xanax rap uh, i i don't want to tie a, a prescription drug to any person's musical uh styles but uh i i could see that we'll, we'll just that dub fitting. over we'll, we'll dub over that with tylenol rap yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Advil Tyler. Yeah. yeah. And uh this this artist Isaiah Rashad is uh one of two on my my set here that I've actually seen perform live. So that's kind of a cool connection too. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh he uh at one point followed me on Twitter. Uh I've talked to him uh through direct message a few times. And <laughs> I have his manager's phone number. So who knows, maybe we'll get Isaiah on the show sometime. West Coast connection. <laughs> that was a serious name drop there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll get him on the show sometime. Um, all right, anything else about Isaiah Rashad before we move into oh, the last d- round? Oh, yeah, actually really quick, sorry. Go on SoundCloud and uh, look up Isaiah Rashad because he's got some stuff on there that's not been released in an official platform, um, and I'm not here to, to you know, all praise SoundCloud rap because a lot of it's awful, but he's got some stuff on there. Um, mainly one song called Manny Lux, M-A-N-I-L-U-X. Well, look it up because it's amazing. There are some SoundCloud artists that we support here on this show. One of them is going to be Sugar Free Beats, and the other one can be Isaiah Rashad. <laughs> and that's it. We are only allowed no more. two. We got no, no, more. no more room. <laughs> two weight classes. Anything else about Isaiah Rashad? No, I think we did a, a deep dive there. I think we covered it pretty good. Okay, so my next next one in the last round here is something that i have to explain because it is a political song and i am not wanting to wake up to something political but because of what the song is it'll make sense so this was the 1990 grammy award winner for hard rock performance and it's by living color called cult of personality now the song is an extremely interesting song because of the message that it carries which is one about the duality of good and bad and then also what it means to have the cult of personality, which is mostly tied to charisma. And the song talks about leaders throughout history and it really is looking at what is it that makes someone able to have the qualities that would then make a whole mass of people just follow them. A cult of personality literally... Uh, is meant to be when a country's regime uses techniques of mass media, propaganda, lying, spectacle, arts, patriotism, and government-organized demonstrations or rallies to create an idealized, heroic, and worshipful image of a leader. Well, that makes it kind of a heavy song and could apply to certain things in the world currently. What I would say about this song for myself and the reason that it's on this playlist is because there have been times where if I am getting up early for what to me feels like a major job interview or something, and I really need to give myself like some kind of shot of confidence in, in whatever way, listening to this song is like a reminder to me of all the people that are mentioned in it of like having a presence and being able to like captivate your audience. So if I have something that I have to do first thing in the morning 
and it involves interaction with other people that I feel like I need to impress them somehow. Cult of Personality by Living Color is my suggestion for that. But I also would recommend next time you hear the song because it is it was a huge hit. Uh, it was this band's biggest hit. I would recommend listening like carefully to the words in the song because this really does have a lot of interesting stuff in it, and then also has sound bites from leaders in history as well. So yeah, it's really interesting how they I think portray the um, the idea that Gandhi and Mussolini are actually very similar. Like I, I right, just think that yeah. that's an an idea that is obviously seems far-fetched but then once they kind of explain it throughout the song you're like okay yeah i, I could see i could see what you're getting at um and the name of the song cult of personality and the definition for which that is fits that description well yeah and it's a good point because also if you look at uh historically religion has looked at christ versus antichrist and people that have tried to predict that kind of evolution of of the human race to those points those two beings would not be that different from each other there would be one very distinct difference that would be the reason for you know mass death or whatever would be tied to that version of the antichrist um but it's just all based on the idea of the people kind of getting fooled by the cult of personality exactly yeah it's not it's not yeah cult of personality has nothing to do with morality it's it's all just about no, the, per- yeah. the way the person can yeah right so yeah it is a good point like you know when people are charismatic you that is what makes people like someone is their charisma but if you have like fanatical behavior of supporters then those people are just gonna ignore the bad things because they think they see the good and that can go either way, and that's part of the reason why the world gets so divided on certain issues, because if you present yourself a certain way and you seem trustworthy or you seem like you're trying to help a certain population, people will follow if you're charismatic enough. Just a weird, weird phenomenon to me, but something that I think should be studied more, but I'm also someone who loves human psychology, stuff like that. So, uh, One more time, it was by Living Color called Cult of Personality, and the next pick is Kevin's. All right, now i got to remember what I had. Oh, yes, there it is. Okay, so this last one that I got for you guys is um, is the one that's, like, supposed to, like, shock you awake, basically, because it starts with a really big uh, uh, sample that's brass, really loud. But it's a song that's going to gonna hype you up. It's a House of Pain. Let's jump around. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta pack it up, pack it in. You know, I came to win. Battle me, it's a sin. <laughs> Everlast second appearance on the show, and uh, this time it's for the right reason. <laughs> what was the first one? I don't remember. When I put Everlast, what it's like into oh, okay. one of our playlists. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was when he had transferred over from doing being in House of Pain to being the solo artist in oh, like the late nineties. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, we were kind of we were talking about how. Um, just you know gus wasn't on the show with us um how it's so strange that that song didn't get considered what it's like didn't get considered to be country music even though it was pretty much country music because you know he swears once in there and so then it's not really country music you say a swear word uh, you, you're you're yeah. done you're done so baby <laughs> Um, but anyways, Kevin, you were talking about the, where Everlast came from, the group House of Pain. House of Pain, baby. Uh, this song, like, uh, I don't know if you guys would agree with me on this one. Is this a one-hit wonder? Yes. Yeah, okay. I, like, I can't Unquestionably. Unquestionably good, because it's on my one-hit wonder playlist. Um, and, uh, but l- what, a, what a hit, right? Like, this, I feel like this thing just got played everywhere for a long time it was a phenomenon it was like the kids loved it the parents loved it nobody really knew what was going on because (laughs) there's a bunch of white guys rapping from ireland like this you know in all of the racism that gets spun throughout hip-hop's history this song was okay because it was a bunch of white guys but the there wasn't the disdain for the fact that they were white like there was for Vanilla Ice. I'm guessing because they were from Ireland. It's just a weird thing that was going on. I don't know. Everyone man. was listening to that song, and it's why it's a classic. But I, I think, so for me, the way I got exposed to it the first was probably not even in, like, radio play or anything like that. This is used in sports all the time. 
Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. anytime you yeah. want to get a bunch of people literally just jumping around, I think that's why because it tells you what to do in the song. The lyrics are just mm-hmm. jump around, get, just keep doing it. Jump. Keep, that's keep why the around. kids liked it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're at a wedding and there's a song that keeps saying you know jump around. Oh, okay, jump around. Yeah. <laughs> jump around. Yeah. yeah, no, that's I'm a kid. I'm gonna jump around. Yeah, any, anything that has that like it tells you what to do in the song, eh, it's gonna have a little more mass appeal probably. Um, now, <laughs> that doesn't apply to John Fogarty's toot toot and slap a behind, right? <laughs> uh, that is a uh, <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> Talk about arousing. <laughs> slap. <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin, you want to say anything else about House of Pain? I think uh, as cheesy as it is, because it is kind of a cheesy song, it'll get you moving. It'll get you up in the morning. And if you need a, if you need an alarm as a song, if you need this as an alarm, I think this is one of the best ones you can do. I, yeah, I would you got to pack it up. You got to pack it in. You got to begin. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, or well, I guess at the beginning of the day, not the end of the day. Um, I don't think I'd recommend doing that, only because you don't want to ruin a good song for yourself. That's it. Another good song on the way. Kyle's coming with one of my favorites of all time. Well, it's by one of my favorite rappers of all time, uh, and it's actually his first single. Uh, so I'll just say, "Who am I? What's my name?" Snoop Doggy Dog. And one of my favorite samples of all time, anything with Atomic Dog. I was going to say, anything. which sample? Because there's a lot in this. <laughs> um, I didn't even know of Atomic Dog until after the song, and then just kind of happened to hear it on the same radio station and thought it was pl- about to play this, thought the DJ was messing around or something, and was like, wait, this is a completely different song? But who am I? What's my name? Great song. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's got Atomic Dog in it. Uh, it's got an interpolation from Parliament's Give Up the Funk, Tear the Roof Off the Sucker. Uh, it's got The Count's uh, Pack of Lies. It's got a vocal sample from Parliament's P-Funk, Wants to Get Funked Up. It's 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 a funky, funky song. Dre's on his top of his game producing. Uh, he's it, it, It's off of one of the best rap albums ever. It's just everything about this song just gets me going. Um, actually, quick story. Me and Gus back in the day used to be roommates in the summer, and I used to uh, be in charge of you know queuing up some music to get to get everybody moving in the morning. So uh, this was one of those songs that I would uh, put on, and and everyone would really get get jamming. Yeah, get up and get moving. I know I was uh, definitely awake after I heard heard the uh, intro to this song. Well, it's just that like that funk is, I think, a good way to wake up because it kind of gives you like a little pep in your step, and it's it's like an optimistic feeling. It's not there's nothing negative about funk music to me. You know what I mean? It's all just exuding confidence and bravado and charisma. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You hear that funk come in, and you have to do your pimp walk. You have yeah, you, to, and you put that in gangster rap, like funk and gangster rap. It just it the whole the mix of those two things is just so they seem almost counter, but they're perfectly parallel at the same time so i like the idea that this was your guys's version of revelry like that like this is the say that for you but like you all had to so like get outside your bunks and like yes sir yes sir yes, exactly. <laughs> who am i <laughs> on a bugle, on a bugle. Yeah. <laughs> which i played yeah i'd wake up at 7 30 every morning and i'd play who am i what's my name on a bugle <laughs> it, got, it got better as time went on is all i'm saying well practice makes it perfect and gus would spit that's right. Yep. I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want to say about that song? Angus is a sp- Gus is especially good at expectorating. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell like a, us. Do you have like a thesaurus <laughs> next to you or something? You got some fancy ass words today, man. Yeah, come again. You've been reading the Mucinex box. <laughs> 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 Gus, do you want to do your last pick? Yes, as an expert expectorator, my last pick, John Brown's Body, Deep Summer. This is another one of those kind of slowed down, mid-tempo songs. Not really getting you amped up like Trick Daddy, but... uh, It's a little different. The beginning of that song, (laughs) yeah, a a little different. But the beginning of the song, it, it, it introduces you to sort of like a, a nice sounding strum of a guitar and then it just kind of smacks you in the face with a uh the a brass section with some blaring horns and it's um it's sort of triumphant it gets you ready it gets you feeling confident uh puts you in a good mood at least it does for me um 
and I I totally see. I haven't listened to this song in a while, but I could totally see myself getting up and just just getting ready to get at it when I hear those horns blare. So fucking ready. <laughs> so yeah. Kyle and Gus, both John Brown's body fans. Which one was a fan first? Oh, Kyle, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and he's a way bigger fan of John Brown's body than I am. I won't even. It's undisputed. Okay. It, I mean, yeah. it was going to be difficult to top him on that one, I think. But um, Yeah, I mean, I have the drumsticks from their last show in Ithaca ever. Um, but, oh, yeah, oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. No, this is one a- show. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get through one show without that drum? <laughs> this is a great pick. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, Kyle was the one that introduced me to this song. He, uh, We were at a function, and he requested that I that I play it. And I... I'd, uh, I turned it on and I was like, "Whoa!" I had to kind of step back for a second after I heard those blaring horns, bugles. Yeah, all those bugles came yeah. in, and we were like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa!" Those no, are some I, bugles. Th- th- this is a great song. This is off a great album, Kings, uh, Kings and Queens, and uh, the whole it's it feels almost like a reggae concept album, which I've never really heard, but uh, it, it's it's all kind of got this sound to it, the entire album, and. John Brown's body just has a special, special place in my heart, especially their live music. I've seen this live a few times, and the Bugles go even harder live <laughs> than they do in the recorded version. So uh, you can only imagine how how hard those Bugles uh, go. Know, arousing the song would be alive. I've mentioned a couple times I'm a sucker for a sexy flute. I think I'm just as equally as much of a sucker for horns in a live set. It's something else to hear like it's a drippy. really good... Uh, it is so drippy to hear a good horn section on a stage and it just oh it starts i i start moving man i don't know what's happening but my body just starts moving yeah and <laughs> megan actually is the one that got me into john brown's body i will say uh one of our first dates we went to a show uh of theirs and i hadn't i've always kind of been into reggae growing up but nothing nothing to the degree i am now by any means um so i listened to them a little bit beforehand but once i saw him live everything changed for me it was totally totally different and immediately they became a favorite band uh we saw him like 15 16 times i think over the course of like two and a half years so yeah it they're unfortunately no longer touring uh or an active band they are t- have taken a or an indefinite hiatus uh but hopefully they they come back together at some point because been making music since like late 90s and held through until about 2018 so pioneers and new roots reggae and uh greatly missed probably the popularization of american reggae too i would say very uh influential in that scene big time influential and and believe it or not it sounds weird but like the northeast upstate new york has a huge reggae yeah it's very community very odd it's it's literally like it's it's the two communities i've lived in my entire life uh southern california and upstate new york northeast so it's it's kind of weird, but uh, but both these both these places are 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 big in uh, the reggae communities. Yeah, and shout out to Root Shock and Mosaic Foundation on that one. Yeah, for um, something I saw Root Shock, they opened for John Brown's Body. So look at that. All right, well check check both check all those bands out. All those yes. bands out. Gus, you want to say anything else about that? Blaring horns. Just listen to the dang song. Bugles. That's all I got. Bugles. We got more bugles for you after the break. Mm, I don't bugles. like bugles. Bugles are delicious. Mr. President. Yes? We need to activate the rocket stove protocol. Are you sure? We have no other choice. It's time. We can't go back. There's only one place we can get them. Paul's Rocket Stoves. Dot com? Dot com. Paul's Rocket Stove dot com. Launch. Paul's Rocket Stoves are handmade outdoor cooking appliances that run on renewable biofuel. For more details and ordering information, visit paulsrocketstoves.com. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to leave that on the... Leave it on the table. Leave it on the table. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Sugar Free Beats is... He's the man. He's the man. He's he's dropping some nasty beats all the time that... Hey, if you're diabetic, they're friendly for you. No bolus. I am. No <laughs> bolus. So, no, no bolus for those beats. No bolus. He is also uh, the writer of the theme for uh, uh, Into yeah, I mean, all the music that you're hearing that's hip-hop transitions, um, things that lead into the show, um, special editions of the show, like the Christmas one, um, everything you heard. Or the Hanukkah one. Yeah, everything oh Everything with a hip-hop beat has been from Sugar Free Beats. Download his music. If you like rhyming, download it, rap over it, send it to him. I'm sure yeah. he'd love to hear it. Absolutely. He, he definitely is.
Now, now Gus, Gus from Sugar Free Beats is here with us. Is this, is this what I think, is this the Skype, the Skype call sample? Is that what this is? You're darn tootin' it's the Skype uh, uh, good. call sample. Because the, the Skype call on its own is a banger, so you, you, you did some good work with it. Uh, what is this track called? <laughs> oh, gosh. I made this over, I think, a year ago. I have no idea what it's it, called. It was a special request. He yes. actually made it for me and Kyle. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's just called Skype Jam. Yeah, Skype, Skype Jam. Jam. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Can we make a movie called Skype Jam? It's like Space Jam, <laughs> but with Skype. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, actually, that's actually Space Jam in quarantine is Skype Jam. <laughs> yeah. Skype Jam, yeah. I remember we were doing something, probably something with recording, and we called Kyle and we couldn't on Skype and we couldn't get a hold of him. He kept doing the Skype dial tone. Yeah, because it yep. like, it's a jam. And it's, I, it yeah, is. it was like kind of bobbing my head while I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, sh- maybe we should do something. You guys something were calling me when I was like driving through Utah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pitch black and we're trying to call you when you're midnight in Utah. But yeah, I, I just threw it together and uh, I totally forgot that I even made that. It's <laughs> well, that that's what make it makes Callback. it even better that we just played it. Yeah. Um, and and even even more so for the fact that uh, we are while we're doing this at a distance, um, current global situation, we aren't doing it on Skype. We aren't we're doing it on Zoom. <laughs> so we need a Zoom so jam, but the Zoom so we need a Zoom <laughs> take boom. that Skype. Yeah, Zoom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Zoom doesn't have a jam associated with it, so you know. No. You know. So not you yet. Have, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's right. Not yet. Not yet. So when you were when we were like, yeah, you should make a jam off of this. Did you, uh, it sounded like you slowed it down? First of all, right? Was that what it, uh, that's what it sounded like? Yeah, I definitely slowed it down, and I've I don't know if I transposed it to uh, I probably changed the pitch and I slowed it down. Um, and then the vocal samples are from a Family Guy episode when they're using. I don't know. They like train. It's some stupid cutaway from Family Guy, but okay, okay. They're calling like an operator and hello, hello. But I was, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> was it the Was it the bit? I think I know. The, is it the bit where it's the first ever phone call? It's like hello, 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 yeah, hello, that's, hello. That's exactly that one. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I also. I'm glad I also have an encyclopedic knowledge of old Family Guy. Yes. So yeah. you know, <laughs> I know every fucking thing because I've seen that show so many fucking times. So I'm very appreciative that you that you put that in there. It's just it's fun to find like it's fun to find those little Easter eggs in in songs, especially uh, especially samples and stuff like that. It's just fun. Um, Check it out, Skype Jam on SoundCloud. Yeah, Skype Jam. Uh, so th- well, thanks for making that f- for for us and also <laughs> for us to be able to use it on the show there, Gus. So thanks. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Uh, it was it was fun making for sure. Fantastic. Uh, well, let's finish out this week with uh, our usual segment here, uh, our picks of the week, where we here at Three Deep. Uh, come at you every week with uh, a song each that we want to recommend to you, uh, whether it's something that we've loved for a long time, something we just discovered. Uh, it's gonna, it's just a big, long-running list of songs that we think everyone should check out uh, and to uh, spread our love of music to, to the people. It's for the people. It's for the people. Uh, so my first, uh, my first, or not my fir- the, the first track, the one I'm bringing uh, this week. So this is Your one. First that, of one. First of one. My first and only one. Uh, so this is a track that I've loved for several years now. Uh, I discovered it. I feel like I've heard it a couple different places, but honestly, the place I first heard this, this was in the, the menu music. It was in the soundtrack for NBA 2K16. Uh, this is RJD2's Clean Living. That is a very specific spot to find a song. I know, I know. And that's like, there's actually, I will say that the uh, the NBA 2K series, uh, pretty good music selection. They're pretty good. Uh, it, like Jay Z was doing some uh, some of the cult. Well, I don't want to say he was he was creating the soundtrack a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, he probably had Two- some say. Yeah. In it. He was 2K giving like producer credits. Okay. <laughs> I think all he did was come up with the, the soundtrack. I'm pretty sh- pretty sure Take Two used uh, Diddy for the WWE series to be like the person, you know, procuring yeah, the yeah, playlist yeah. and yeah. saying, you know, produced, executive produced or whatever. Yeah. Um, executive producer of a video game for coming up with a goddamn soundtrack <laughs> for it. Well, at, at any rate, uh, uh, I wanted to actually raise this earlier. I want to bring it up now. Uh, an- another song that was in the NBA 2K16 soundtrack was one of your picks from this episode, James. Uh, Cult of Personalities in that game. Uh-huh. And so when you started playing that, I was like, is that the song you're remembering? And when Cult of Personality started playing, I was like, I feel like I'm in a video game menu right now. So, yep, that's what it was from. 
I'm doubling back then because I'm going back to WWE 2K. The song was also CM Punk's theme song. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, um, uh, Clean Living is a really, it's a chill, tr- it's a pretty chill uh, uh, song. It's got a really nice groove to it. Uh, it kind of had some elements of lo-fi in it, but not 100%. Um, it was really funny how when I found this, like when I finally identified what the song was called and I put it in my Spotify library, I remember uh, one of our mutual friends, uh, uh, Steve, who was very, very into all sorts of different kinds of music. When I, like he he recommended all sorts of weird stuff to me all the time, and I love it. Um, thanks, Steve. And uh, thanks, Steve. I remember when I finally found this song. Uh, when we were working together, I was like, "Hey, Steve, check out this song." Like I thought I had found something kind of obscure that he might not have heard of. And the first thing I was, I was like, oh, RJD2. Yeah, I love this song. And I was like, damn it. I thought I had one. <laughs> I was so, I would yeah, never I lived have. Steve. <laughs> yeah. I lived with Steve for about a year. And uh, I'll tell you what, that happened a lot to me. Like, oh, <laughs> like, I got one on him. Here's one he's never heard of. And he did, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the impressive. Dust Bunnies. Yeah, I know the Dust Bunnies. Yeah, so. it's like, oh, like come on. Dude, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always five steps ahead. Yeah, he is. He's, he's playing chess while we're playing checkers here, man. Uh, so you know he's killing it on that. But uh, RJD2, uh, lots of other really good stuff. He's a hip hop artist and, and producer. Um, he had a he had a pretty good run, especially with this album since we last spoke. Uh, came out in two thousand four. It's pretty darn good. Uh, another song off of Ghost Rider that I really like. Um, so it's uh it's it's a actually no, I think Ghost Rider's off a different album. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I I really like it. Really chill chill vibe to it. It's a good uh, good track to hang out to. Um. I think in a different genre is what Kyle's bringing. Kyle, what do you got? Yeah, if you're looking for anything but chill, <laughs> you can take my selection. Uh, it's Call You Bluff by Ludacris. Yeah, that booming bass will make me want to punch somebody really hard. So if you're in the mood to just go out and punch somebody... Here's a song for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I, I love Luda, first of all, I'll say that Luda. Uh, Luda's been Luda's been given a lot of shit, but he Luda. fit a certain niche in in the hip hop community that I think has been missing since he unofficially retired. Uh, he just has that like that funny, like almost ODB funny type persona, but at the same time. He has that like legitimate rapper persona, while also having like this pretty boy persona. It, it's it's kind of right. tough to like like what yeah. is Luda? He's uh, was, ludicrous. You know uh, what I mean? James, like, James, what do you got? <laughs> if you if you, legitimately if you Google right now, and probably by the time you're listening to this, it might be skewed a little bit. But if you right now, while we were recording, Googled ludicrous, the first thing that comes up under the news would be. An article three days ago that says Ludacris is still extremely proud of his 255,000 mile 1993 Acura legend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a news story at the top. And of it's Google. very Luda. Like, it's a very Luda news story. It, he's. Like, what? Like, because, like, when you think about recent stuff, like, I remember. Do you remember? Do you guys remember he's heavily featured in Baby by Justin Bieber? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes. That's, that's wild to me. That's ludicrous. <laughs> Yeah, but that was a long time ago now. 2012, I want to say. 2011? Yeah, 2010. 2010. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a long time ago, yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't really done much recently, but but this is one of those uh, one of those jams came off of Ludiverse um, where he kind of was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still here, and don't talk shit about me. Like, he was, he was kind of coming at people on this song, mm. um, people who were coming at him about, uh, you know, his kids and things like that. He was... He was calling them out about that. He was he was really coming at people in this, and uh, the the production is just really hard and kind of gives that that uh, the lyrics kind of some footing, a base to go off of. So uh, if you're looking if you're looking to really get jived up and maybe even a little bit aggressive, this is a song for you. I think this uh, I, I can imagine this playing at a wedding, probably. Yeah, right. Like that'd be pretty good, right? No. <laughs> no. the, the daddy daughter dance yeah. thing you know, the father and the bride it's like a fight out back <laughs> so yeah no they're probably not uh fantastic man that's awesome uh gus what do you got for us man yeah my pick is we're gonna slow it down we're gonna really just slow relax okay i got black sabbath planet caravan Sleep is not- 
weren't kidding. Ooh. Yeah, it's a very uh, psychedelic Ooh. kind of yeah. uh, trippy, yeah, yeah, yeah. flippy, dippy. You're going to fall asleep if you're not careful what you're doing here. Uh, comes off of their, probably their most popular album, Paranoid, um, from Black Sabbath. Very uh, influential heavy metal band. Uh, and this song is definitely the most relaxed. I think it's like the only relaxed song um, on the album. And uh, it. I think it's influential in stoner rock. Uh, I think you can tell why. Um, I could see that. Yes, yeah. And that stoner rock has elements of heavy metal and psychedelic rock. So it, it's kind of a shoe in for being influential for that subgenre of metal. And uh, according to Geezer Butler, which is a total, it's such a funny name, the bassist of Black Sabbath, Geezer. I, I thought that was like a, a <laughs> username in a comment section, like according to Geezer Butler 72. Yeah, Geezer Butler. No, it's... It's it was like a Wikipedia annotator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this song is about floating, floating through the universe with one's lover. So there you go. I think it can paint a pretty good picture for you. Is that lover's name Lucy? Lucy, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. Lucy, Mary Jane, uh, whatever her name or their name, All his the name, whoever's name it might be. All the ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a, a cool fact about the song, too. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, lead singer, uses a Leslie uh, speaker to affect the pitch of his voice and sort of like that vibrated, distorted sound that he has, which is, uh, it's cool. I couldn't tell you how it works. I looked it up and I couldn't explain it, but um, just a... Uh, a cool effect that he has on his voice there. Well, yeah, because what I was going to say is like, I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Black Sabbath. Like, I'm not much into heavy metal. But the, the, what I, what I do know of Black Sabbath is they have the, the reputation of being very influential, obviously, you mentioned already, but as like the founders of heavy metal and of dark, evil sounding music. What I know from like a music theory thing is they were the guys to bring, at least credited wise, they were the guys to bring something called the tritone into into uh, music, um, which is where you have three three notes all, all next to each other on the scale. Um, I believe they're all a, a single step apart, and uh, it's it sounds it's credited as sounding evil and demonic. That doesn't sound evil and demonic to me, so that's really cool. They have different sounds. Yeah, you know, right. I I've listened to you know everybody's heard Iron Man. A lot of people have heard War Pigs off of this, um, off of this album. Very popular songs, but I remember coming back and hearing this song. Maybe like I listened to this music. I mean, when I was a kid, Iron Man. It's it's just everybody's heard it. But anyway, I remember coming back to it um, as a young adult and being like, "Whoa, this is totally seems like it, it's out of left field." But I was so pleasantly surprised. It's I think it's my favorite Black Sabbath song by far. It's very, cool. very atmospheric. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea that Black Sabbath had made any music like this. Not me either. I'm sitting here com- kind of in awe because, yeah. you know, beginning of the show, I throw in Trick Daddy, Let's Go, Ozzy Osbourne, and here we are, Ozzy Osbourne. Now, I was expecting the, the what you hear in Crazy Train, not that. Yeah, that's how I, exactly how I felt too when I, when I heard this again. Cool. Yeah. All right um fantastic all right james bring it home what do you got for us okay well my pick this time i actually went pretty deep to get this one because this group doesn't have much of a following from what i can tell there's not even that much information about them on the internet um and so the backstory that i can give you is actually more about the people two guys from minneapolis one of them's a dj the other one's an adult education teacher who works with immigrants and people that are going back to school to get their high school equivalent and these two came together to put what's kind of like a genre bending hip hop act going. They're called Bones and Beaker. The song is called Each Time I Die. It gives like serious carnival vibes to me of like massive parties in the streets kind of getting an old lupe vibe interesting uh i'm bu- i'm bummed because you said bones and beaker and it's not beaker from the muppets no it's not <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> anthony news and brendan kelly 
And uh, the song actually came out in 2015, so it's not like it's a brand new one, but given the fact that, as I mentioned, there's not a whole lot of these guys um, on the internet, I suggest checking this song out. That sample is only a piece of it. Check that one out. That's going to be a part of our playlist, which is available on Spotify. You can get it in the show notes. The link is right there for you. Click on that. It'll take you over where you can get all of the playlists and also our staff panel picks are in a separate playlist on Spotify. If you don't want to mess around with going into the show notes, just go to weare3deep.com. Check out all those playlists there. Also have back episodes from things that are not in our podcast feed anymore. Video content, stuff about Sugar Free Beats, stuff about Root Shock, stuff about Mosaic Foundation. All kinds of cool stuff you can check out at weare3deep.com. Check us out on social media at 3D Podcast, all spelled out. And we got to say thank you to Gus one more time for being here with us. Follow him on Instagram at Sugar Free Beats. Gus, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, always. And uh, thanks for Skype Jam, too. Uh, check check out his music Skype on Jam SoundCloud. Skype Jam 2? Wait, Skype Jam 2? There's a sequel? Oh, 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 oh I didn't mean also. Uh, I, I, wait. No, I meant also. I did mean also. Yeah, you it's know. featuring LeBron James. Yeah, I'm going to get him on. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I'll work, I'll work on Isaiah Rashad. You work on LeBron James. All right. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> we'll get them both on. All right, well, for uh, my name is James. You've been listening to 3D Podcast, and for Kyle and Kevin, we'll talk to you soon.